welcome to the Patrick Tremont Show. Hey everyone, this is a great, great day because I have a very special guest here with me. Adam, how are you doing today? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm fantastic. It sounds like you ate some uh, Lucky Charms or something. You sounded a little Irish there. Aye. Aye, aye. You know. I should be whatever you want me to be. I don't know. I know that's funny. Well, I just went I yeah like I'm a like I'm a pirate. I I So anyway, but yeah, you have um, aye, aye, Captain. Well, you brought something up to me before, which I've never I even did. heard of before. So yep. I was like, oh no, we must discuss this because I've never even. I guess I never even read it. You know, or no pun intended. No pun intended. Yeah. So so, so like we are. Everybody knows I'm big on TikTok, mm-hmm. and a big thing right now is, am I the asshole? Right. Right. And it's where these people write normally on Reddit. Reddit is like a uh, blog type social platform, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't use it a whole lot, but they they type, they write in and like, am I the asshole for cheating on my wife after I found out she was married to seven people before she got married to me and never told me random stuff. And that's not a real title. I just made that up. Right. But so I figured today what I'll do is I'll read a. We'll choose we yeah. do one or two because they normally tend to get long and then give our opinion yeah. on if this person, they're completely anonymous. Okay. If they are the asshole or eh, it's justified. Right. You want to give it a shot? Yeah, all I right. do. Because I'm very interested. Well, first of all, I don't really know much about this Reddit stuff. So, and um, I'm new to <laughs> I it think- as well. Well, I think I might have seen it before when I was trying to like Google something, and right. then it'll, it'll go into that forum or something. Yeah. But I it's, never really click on it; and don't know much about it. But a now, lot of things like this is like I'm on the Reddit thread. Am I the asshole? And it's there's five million four hundred and forty eight thousand nine hundred and nineteen potential assholes. No, okay, <laughs> that's what it says. What? So we're just gonna go on the top post from last month, right? So you choose. So here's the first. Here's the first one we can go off of. Am I the asshole for leaving my babies inside by themselves, mm. or? Oh, I'll give um, you two of them. Am I the asshole for free for refusing to give my dad? Hold on. Am I the asshole for refusing to forgive my dad for breaking our deal, or one more? Okay. Well, it depends on the deal, right? Right. But. Am I the asshole for refusing to tell my husband the gender gender of our baby after he skipped going to our doctor's appointment with me? Oh my when God. you want to dabble in? Um, well, they all sound very tempting. They do. I'm gonna let you pick one because I'm gonna I can I'm just gonna fly off the handle with my opinion. Oh you- wait wait I like this one better. This is one we're gonna do. Okay. Am I the asshole for kicking out one of my bridesmaids for showing up in the wrong dress? Mm, yes okay here we go oh okay am i supposed to answer now no no okay well obviously it sounds like they are but right all right it says am i the asshole for kicking out one of my bridesmaids for showing up in the wrong dress my 23 year old female wedding Mm -hmm. oh hold on i gotta i gotta learn how to read reddit (laughs) read reddit me yeah 23 year old female my wedding was back on September the Saturday in December the 31st, and I am still getting backlash for this. So I want to know if I was an asshole for making this move. In the country I live in, it's currently winter, and we are getting a fair amount of snow, so my wedding was a winter-themed wedding. Mm-hmm. The color theme was forest green and gold. Okay. Wow. That's a bad choice. Yeah. My dress was obviously white, and I chose the color of my bridesmaid dresses to be forest green as well. My maid of honor's dress was black, and everyone else was to wear gold accessories. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of gold. That's it. It's just a lot of gold. And forest green. Seems tacky. I mean, I, I'm okay with forest. Just not the combination. No. Okay. Go ahead. I'm not really big So, yet. So she's just going to become a bitch here <sighs> soon because something's happening. Yeah. I have I have this friend. We'll mm-hmm. call her Cat. Mm-hmm. That I asked to be one of my bridesmaids. Okay. When we went dress shopping 
and I told them the color theme. I was going to I was going for Kat immediately expressed that she thought forest green was a bad choice. I have to agree mm-hmm. with Kat. Yeah. Kat's probably pretty smart here. Mm-hmm. And she sounds She said she thinks it's not flattering. It's not that flattering of a color and thought I should choose something different, more girly. Yeah. I said no. This is my wedding because winter th- because it's my wedding and it's winter themed. And I thought the color would go perfect for the theme. See, she suggested pink or blue, mm. even red. Not in the winter. Yeah. Maybe red, but not pink. Not winter, not forest green. Yeah. Well. I said no, but thanks for your opinion. She found out my maid of honor's dress was black and asked if she could just wear black too. I said no, only my maid of honor is wearing a black dress. Okay. I paid for all the dresses. Fast forward to the wedding day. Everyone is getting their hair and makeup done. And Kat shows up 30 minutes late holding a bag that looked like she had a dress inside. Okay. Well. I I asked her, what's that for? She told me it was for a later. Hold on. Typo here. Yeah. She told me it was for later on at the reception. If she got uncomfortable and wanting to change after the pictures, if I was okay with that. And I said, yes. Okay. So fast forward, we're all dressed and walking down the stairs because the ceremony is beginning in about 30 minutes. And we were going to take some pictures beforehand. Cat is the last person to come down. Mm. She is wearing a black dress. <sighs> that cat. Oh, no, she didn't. Oh, black cat. At the time... I was preoccupied taking pictures with my parents, but my maid of honor came over to me and made me aware of the situation. Okay. I confronted Kat and asked her what was going on. She said she hates her maid of honor dress as the color is ugly and makes her look gross. So she's wearing black. Okay. I told her to please go back and change. She refused and started walking away from me. I said, I'm going to ask her one more time, and if she doesn't oblige, I'm calling dang, I'm calling security and getting her kicked out. Mm-hmm. She began <laughs> she began yelling at me to fuck off, so mm. I called security and asked him to please ask her out of the property. She started making a big scene, yelling at me how I am such a bitch. Wow, that I can't force her to wear anything. And that I am a horrible, inconsiderate friend. Right. The wedding went on, and it was truly amazing. Ever since the wedding, Kat has been blowing up my phone with text saying some really nasty things and asking for the money back that she spent on the black dress. Since it was a mm. waste, and she didn't get to wear it. Okay. I had to block her number. Some of my other bridesmaids have been giving me shit saying... It was a little harsh for kicking out, kicking her out and embarrassing her like that. And that maybe I should have given her her money back. Am I the asshole for kicking her out? Uh, first off, you're mm-hmm. the asshole for making it work green. Well, first of all, that's a long story. <laughs> she know. could not summarize that up a little bit better. I feel like she could have. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been handled a, a, like two paragraphs shorter. This so. is a book. I mean, well, I'm. Oh, I see this now. Yeah, I'm. Well, you kind of summed it up. That's just a lot. I, yeah. I think that in in the in for future we need to sum it up even more. You know, these people need a. God, she ha- definitely has nothing but time on her hands. But Clearly. go ahead. I feel. What do you feel? Well, you want to you want to start. Well, what do you think about that? So we had a similar issue at our wedding. Mm-hmm. We got married 13 years ago, but at the time I really didn't care. You know, I was 20 when I got married. Right. So the little things did not didn't didn't matter. matter to me. It mattered to my wife, right? Mm. Well, I called my wife a bridezilla because she really wasn't, but she was afraid she was going to turn into one. So in general, I'm going to say this. It's not your wedding. It's my wedding, right? Right. Um, nine times out of ten, when you go to a wedding... The bridesmaids or the groomsmen, they're not really happy with what they're wearing anyway. 
Right, yeah. But what, you're wearing it for, what, two hours maybe? Mm-hmm. Two, three hours? That's it? Well, unless you dance at the reception for hours and hours. Yeah. That could be ten hours. But that, but yeah. it doesn't matter because then it doesn't matter. You're drunk right. and you're having a good time. But whenever you get married, you can make them wear whatever you want them to wear. Exactly. You know, seven different shades of the rainbow. It don't matter. Right. But, <sighs> I don't know. My opinion is probably, she's probably not. But at the same time, could have been handled differently? Maybe. Yeah. But at the same time, I would have probably done the same thing. Not as severe. Yeah. Well, I um, I don't know. I, I agree with this girl. Yeah. I probably would have been like, nope, can't do it. You're not going to sit there and disrespect me. Because I feel like she's coming, and she already knows ahead of time that, yeah. you know, I don't want you to wear anything but this thing. And you already knew. Yeah. And I would rather have her politely tell me then while we we're trying on the dresses. I just don't agree with this or whatever, and you know. And then I would have said, "Well, you don't. If you can choose to be in it or not." So, yeah. I would rather her do that than to try to, you know, surprise me on the wedding day. You know what I mean? I think it was disrespectful what the girl did. So I, as much of a bitch as I can be, huh. I would have been like, "I don't think so." You know? But then you know what you can do. Unless you put that dress on, you need to, uh, you know. Go back to the dressing room, or you can sit it out. You're not. You don't need to be in the lineup. I can care less if the numbers are off or not. But you know, there has to be somebody in that wedding party that saw this happening yeah. that could have whispered in her ear, "She's coming down with that black dress on." You know, I think it was a bad move. I would have done the same thing. I would have said, "You know what? I, I need you to." You know, now if she would have pitched a fit, I, I probably would have tried to handle a uh, you know handle it a little bit different. But. um it's calling security and all that. God, I hope none of my friends would do that. Now we, we're planning on trying to do like a ten-year um, wedding. What is, was it? Renewal. Yeah. You know what I mean. But uh, the first time we just went down to the Justice of the Peace. You know. When just um, ten year? Um, in a couple more years. This oh. will be our no. This is our seventh year married. So three more years. And um, so we're planning on doing something. But you know, um, he's talking about a destination wedding. And I was like, well, then not everybody will be able to come, you know, because everybody's going to want to support us, but not everybody's going to want to go to a destination. And he was like, well, the ones that really want to be there are going to be there. And I was like, I know. Well, he does have a point. We almost got married in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. We didn't. Well, we also almost got married. Like my birthday is January 22nd. Hers is the 24th. mm. We almost got married on the 23rd. That would have been kind of cool. No. I mean, if you think about it, it's no. like birthday, anniversary, birthday. No. You know? No, I, oh, we got married in May. The end of May. Mm. Best decision ever. Because, so, I'm a January baby, right? It's, you're, you're November, right? I'm November, yes. Okay. So, you have the pre, like, you're post-Thanksgiving, right at Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. you know, pre-Christmas. Right. We're post-Christmas. So, everyone's already spent hundreds of dollars or whatever on christmas Mm -hmm. and then here comes our birthdays right so you kind of have a lull on that and then january at the same time we can't do stuff we really want to do like go swimming or go crawfish bullish or whatever right Right. so we almost got married on the 23rd like mine's the 22nd hers the 24th it's a hectic time like for instance we went and ate for my birthday yeah and then we went ate for her birthday Mm mm-hmm that's it. yeah. That I'm glad a lot. we did. Oh, it's it's rough. So if it, I get your point, because if it was in the middle, then it'd be like boom, boom, boom. Yeah. But right now it's boom, nothing, boom. Exactly. And okay. then we have several months to plan. Or and whatever. then some, yeah. Well, I mean, now first of all, Hawaii is really pretty. Oh yeah. So we're planning on making a trip back there, you know, sometime in the future. Um, but when we do, I'm going to do it um, this time around. I'm going to do. Uh, I don't know. Just because when we went the first time, we had a nice time, but it was like there was, um, uh, it was very hot, yeah. you know. And I think that I was just like, oh my god, I need a great tan. I just was not myself. I don't think he was either. We, you know, we really need a good tan. And I, you know, and who doesn't want to be in, you know, trying to look fabulous in Hawaii? I keep picturing like Hawaii Five O. Remember that TV show? Yeah. And um, you know, they had this the the surfing. I didn't see anybody surfing though. I think I might have saw one or two when I was there. I don't know. There was so much going on, and um, 
Um, but it's gorgeous and it smells great. That's what I remember about it. But um, no, I if we do our 10-year anniversary, I definitely am going to be probably a bridezilla. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna call that out right now. I know that for a fact because I am a very meticulous person when it comes to you know stuff, and I'm a planner. I did a photo shoot with you one time, so I completely agree with that. Oh my god, <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot about that. You're right, that infamous photo shoot. Yeah. Now look, some of those things turned out really cute, yeah, you know. But um, a lot of them turned out good, but you were kind of picky. Was I? Are, are you, you surprised? Are you the asshole? <laughs> Am I the asshole because my photographer, um, you know, uh, says all the pictures were great, but I didn't agree. So it was free. Shut your mouth. It was free, and I appreciate. It. We had a good time. You know, and it was all for it. Would, look, people, this was for the publicity before the podcast even happened. So it was cold outside. Yeah. And um, that, was, that was fun, though. It was a good time. And we had, um, well, we had your wife helping us. Mm-hmm. It was like prop people. We had people doing stuff, and I changed costumes. Um, please never show those photos to the to the public. You know what I mean? We, wait, wait, talk about I, it. I have an OnlyFans just for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No. How do you no, think we're going to Hawaii? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how we think we're going to Hawaii. Hey, our last episode we talked about driftwood, so uh, uh, I yeah. might have to go snil- stick, uh, you know, take a picture of that picture just to post it to on the picture face. of the picture. Yeah. Trying, oh my god, I want. I didn't think about that. There's been people inside my my bedroom that probably could have done that. Like, can I use Maybe. your other bathroom? Because this one, you know, when I have people over, <gasps> they might have seen it. They probably took a photo of a photo. Oh my god. Well, look, if I become famous. Then you're going to be like, you know, here's these photos revealed on TMZ. You know, I can imagine. Oh, anyway. I Would was, you hurry up and get famous? Because, dang, I, I, now I got something to look forward to. Uh, yeah, well, that's probably not going to happen, but that's okay. We're famous. <laughs> Here, we're famous in our own minds. You know what I mean? We're mind. in our own minds. What's the next topic, though? Because okay. I'm loving this these. This one's a lot shorter. Okay, well, you don't have to read the whole thing, do you? Just kind of give me know. the synopsis. Just say what it's about. Because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm I ought to get asshole. there. Uh, hold on, let me read this first. Make sure it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's okay. Well, yeah. I can talk about me while you're proofreading. Okay, so this is good. All right. Am I the asshole for secretly... Oh, that's not what that says. Am I the asshole for silently getting up and walking out of a restaurant during the New Year's Eve dinner after I was told to pay for everyone at the table? My <gasps> in-laws. Oh, my God. Hmm. Okay. So, without even knowing the story... Yeah, what that, do we think? Well, that's what they did. Yeah. So, um... um Oh my God! Wait, the in-laws told this person. It's it's in parentheses. The in-laws. Okay, so the in-laws told the person you're paying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, and then they, because now they got to pay, got up and left before ticket comes. That's pretty much the synopsis of it, right? Uh, So let's read one more time. um, Am I the asshole for silently getting up and walking out of the restaurant? During the New Year's Eve din- dinner, after I was told to pay for everyone at the table. So it's like one single person was told to pay for the whole table. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let's read into this. Well, you're an asshole because. Well, I mean, if you tell me that I'm paying for a table of 20 people and I didn't know this walking into it, I'd probably do the same thing. Yeah. But wait a minute. If you. Um, I, I think that, well, he could have handled it differently well, because it's not a he though. It's a she. That's what I did. About to okay. Yeah. So if she did that, then I'm thinking like, you know, look, here's the thing. Um, you could have just easily said, now, hold on a minute, everybody, you know, let's talk about this. Cause this just got thrown on me. Hey, Nancy and Tom, you know, yeah. I would have pointed people out and said, did y'all know about this? I mean, because just leaving and going, that's really an asshole move. Yeah. So and I know a little bit about, about more about it now. But initially, what do you say? I say probably. Yeah, yes, definitely, you're an asshole for just leaving. You could have it could have been discussed. That's I have a I feeling think. you're going to change your mind on this. Okay. I, 32 year old female, recently inherited a good amount of money from my mom. Mm. I keep the money in a separate account, as I still haven't decided what I want to do with it, and I didn't want it to go to waste. I noticed my husband constantly bringing up the fact that I inherited this money, making countless suggestions as to how I should spend it. Another thing is that he expects me to pay for nearly everything 
the past couple of weeks. For New Year's Eve, my husband and I met up with his family at a restaurant to celebrate. I was going fine. I was going fine. It, sorry, it was going fine until I found out that I was expected to pay for everyone at the table. Mm-hmm. My husband's mom joked about paying for dinner out of my pocket, my inheritance pocket, which made me livid about, made me livid, and I showed no reaction. I just silently paid for my own food and drinks and then got up and made my way out of the restaurant. Mm. They were shouting after me like a crowd, uh, and my husband tried to get me to come back, but I drove home. He got home at 3 a.m. yelling at me, saying I was pathetic (gasps) to get up and walk out on him and his family after they relied on me to pay for the food, pay for their food, and thought I was gracious enough to do it, but they were wrong. He said I humiliated him and his family and that what I did was an an attempt to get back at them for not being able to help my mom when she was sick. Not true. This is all I'm going to say. He is mad and is saying that I caused a huge rift between his family and me when it would have hurt when it wouldn't have hurt me to pay for the celebration dinner. Am I the asshole? Um. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I do. I be and let me tell you why. Okay, I know that she came into money and she did all that, right? But and I and I understand, you know that, uh, you know they're probably expecting her because she got this inheritance, so she must have got a lot of money. Well, either way, I still think that it's still not appropriate, no matter um, who is wealthy or not, or who came into some money. It's not fair. So I know people in my life that um, that you know have got some cash, and I don't expect them to always flip the bill because they've got more than you know I do. You know what I mean? Or 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 come into money like that. But I've also I've also been to you know I'm I'm kind of a guy about town, okay? So I'm kind of known. I'm kind of had my little clicks, my little my little uh, people that I hung out with that are millionaires. I can say yeah. that. And if they're hearing this, they'll know who they are. Yeah. And I've been to their homes and I've had dinner with them several times. They can buy my dinner and 50 other people without even a blink of an eye and not even think about it. Right. Okay. You know, I mean, big time. So. Um, and it doesn't even have to be inheritance. They've worked for this, you know. Yeah. So I'm just saying, just because you're wealthy, you shouldn't be taken advantage of and or inherit something you should not be taken advantage of. I think what the husband where he fucked up was that he should have said, babe, before we go tonight, I want to know, can we talk about maybe buying, you know, my family, the stuff of the celebration dinner? I think it should have been brought up. I think it should have been discussed before because that's taking advantage of her because that money's not going to last forever right so where she failed now he failed on all that and all of them catcalling her acting like idiots out there like i'm sure these people can buy their own meal don't buy all your shit because you know whenever people go out and you go out with wealthy people you go and you you, uh, you're going to order the biggest thing on the menu because you don't get it all the time right that's taking advantage of someone. Right. And also, too, this kind of goes back to uh, my conversation with uh, Madonna's brother. And I asked him on the podcast last year, I was like, you know, who paid for that dinner? Must have been 50 people there at this table and for your celebration dinner. And he goes, well, of course, my sister picked it up. But now, if you go back and listen to it, she already said, tonight's your birthday dinner. I'm paying before she even got to the table, before yeah. she got to the restaurant. You know what I mean? So my point is, I think that they should have not been doing that. I I think it shows their character of trying to take advantage of her, but her walking out showed that, you know, well, no, because I think it's a, it's, I think they're both in the wrong. I think that she should have not left eh. because that was just cold and it made embarrassed her husband. She could have said, Tom, you know, like, look, lean in. I don't, I don't think I should have to pay for all this stuff. That's yeah. not fair to us. I mean, this money is my money. I inherited it, but we're married. We're yeah. together. It's like yours, too. We don't need to be taken advantage of. She could have just politely done it, and then he could have let him control his own family and kind of put it out there. Or she no, can go, I, I agree with you on that. I agree. You know, In that situation, yeah. However, 
I don't know if she was given that opportunity. We don't know the whole story. We just know what what it says right there. Reddit person right. responded to. Hmm. I, I don't know. I, I think exactly. I think humanly, you would probably have the conversation prior, right? Like well prior to it, not as you're sitting down getting the bill. Yeah, you that's, know that's a different situation. Now I'm going to tell you right now. If you hand me a bill for that I wasn't expecting to pay, right? Eh, right. I'm probably walking out. Right. You know, asshole or not, I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, I mean. It, well, it should be, am I the asshole for making my wife pay for, you know, my family's yeah, stuff? That's you know, that. Yes. Because it's almost like, I kind of wonder if he ever went, I want, I kind of wonder if he just had the conversation on the phone with his parents and stuff and said, tell aunt Myrtle yeah, and yeah. all them, you know, I'll get Stephanie to pay. Yeah, for it. She's going to, she's yeah, going to pick it all money. up. Yeah. He probably, you know, see, he's, he's a total douche. Yeah. He's it sounds asshole. like he's a real douche because he couldn't handle his family yep. and he, he didn't even talk to his wife about it it just looks so desperate on that family's part yeah like you can't buy your own damn lobster dinner one time a year you know what i mean like but i, I it's just kind of tacky though to leave the bill there because it's not the restaurant's fault no or the waiter somebody's gonna pay for it well um, apparently they must have she yeah. just didn't have to so what was he doing after 3 a.m though yeah why was he wait a minute well, it was a new year's dinner so it probably rang in new year's right and then they had the dinner well, the, or I would imagine they have the dinner around like eight or nine. Maybe. God, that's a oh. long. That's a long party, you know. Because I'm gonna tell you what. I'm tired just thinking about it. I'm tired of just even. <laughs> I'm thinking like, oh my God, ringing the New Year's like this year. I wa- I think I watched Miley. You know, Miley and Do- uh, Miley Cyrus and Dolly Parton oh, do their, yeah. their I just New Year's special. TikTok, yeah, it was cute. Yeah. Um, and then um, there's a story between them. You know that. Well, yeah, because it's that's like her- Miley's. Like Dolly's Miley's godmother, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, Dolly that's is pretty cool. Well, I mean, who can say that? You know what Miley I mean? Miley Cyrus. I know. I mean, that's. I think it's kind of badass. But what I want to know is, so Billy Ray must have known Dolly in order to give her that, you know, that that title. You know yeah. what I mean? So the somehow it must be connection. I didn't think. I mean, I knew that's a Billy, Nashville thing. I think. Well, think about it. Billy Ray only had like what one big huge hit. Yeah. What achy breaky heart. Yeah. So he only had this one big hit, I mean, that I'm aware of. I mean, you know, I just couldn't get past the two-foot mullet. You know what I mean? That's coming back now. Like, everybody's wanting a mullet nowadays. Um, I don't know. The last time I, I had, had a, a mullet. mullet well, I had a mullet a couple of years ago. And one of my friends, um, and he's a hairstylist, and he's, he's damn good. Um, I went to him a few times, and he, and I said, I want something kind of cool and cool, cool and, uh, you know, and a current and he kind of gave me like this mullet thing and i loved it and um as it grew down my neck more you know getting longer before i went back to kind of you know touch it up or get a haircut it kind of made my neck itchy but um of course he's super cool and i'm super not and so he looked you know he looks good with it um but he can pass it off i'm not you know so i'm more of like this um you know well you see my hair now what is it like kind of kind of you know jacked up here right kind of like you know like a pompadour type looking thing. well it's kind of like um something about mary when she gets the sperm in her hair remember it's on her hand the in it adam sandler and um and uh what's her name the blonde you know something about mary the movie it's um uh, i don't remember it. oh my god what is her name you know the blonde uh she was a bond uh, uh charlie's angel girl and um shirley stern no um, no, she's young. She dated Justin Timberlake, Cameron Diaz. Oh, okay. okay so Cameron Diaz and something about Mary, um, you know, she has, you know, sperm on her hand or whatever. And she goes like this and touches her hair and wipes it up. And it just kind of, it's the famous thing. I can't believe you do not know that. This is like you mean Ben Stiller. Is it Ben Stiller? Okay, yeah, because you know how I'm about Adam Sandler. We talked about that on the first episode ever yeah, of this Cameron, podcast. Cameron Diaz and Ben Stiller. Yeah, okay. I think Ben Stiller's cute. You know, okay. I think, right. I mean, I think he is. That's your perspective. Well, I mean, you know, he is. I mean, I think he's better looking than Adam Sandler, but that's just me. Now, I love some Ryan Reynolds, but, um, you know, I'm a big fan of his. <laughs> and I'm a big fa- fan of James Brolin's Tidy Whitey. It's but, literally the scene that you're talking about. Just right. Up on. Yeah, no, I know. It's the famous scene that everybody knows. I thought you knew that. Uh, but I, it's been a long time. I'm sitting here waiting. Are you going to ask me about James Brolin's Tidy Whitey's? No. 
Okay, look up the original oh, Amityville Lord. Horror. You don't have to. You don't have to look it up. I'm but looking it up now. Are you serious? Oh my God! Put James. Not that I do this, but I'll tell you what to put in the search engine. Okay. Um, James Brolin underwear Amityville. You know, because in the original Amityville Horror. Not that I've done this before. I know that sounds so you know so fast for me to tell you what to do, but. Um, <laughs> And uh, and you put up the images, you know. Now you know what started Google Images, right? Uh-uh. Uh, it's the famous J Lo dress from the uh, Oscars or no, the Grammys or whatever when she was dating P Diddy. Okay, it used to be Puff Daddy. Yeah, now he's P Diddy, and um, so that's what started Google Images immediately. That dress, she was like nearly naked. That's it. That's James Brolin. Look at that. Oh my God. Like, I mean, I thought James Brolin was kind of like a hunk, you know, from back in the 70s. What is that? What am I looking at here? What? You're looking at James Brolin and I his tidy whities I mean, you know, that's what Barbara Streisand's laying next to. You know what I'm saying? Sounds like a personal problem. No, it's no, it's not a problem at all. You know, that's, that's like, good. Yeah, look at all that. So, but anyway, so Barbara's I think our been. I be like gay straight perspective or something here because. You know, that's what I'm thinking, yeah. because honestly, I wouldn't say that looks good. Well, no, I mean, well, no, because you're a straight guy and yeah. then you look at it. But I mean, I'm sure there's probably gay guys that look at his basket and say, you know, it's OK. No, I mean, yeah. I think James Brolin, you know, as a kind of a rugged kind of man, older man, I think he's handsome. I okay. think he's whatever. But um, anyway, so I just remember being young and seeing that going, what? And then all of a sudden, 20 years later, I'm an adult. And then all of a sudden, you know internet comes and then you start doing it but i did tell you how to get there very fast didn't i james brolin yeah. undies uh amityville now i'm it, not looking up anything else you're talking about. <laughs> please don't because i can go ahead and give you all kinds of shit oh, that you'll be like what the hell my wife so, be like what have you been looking up on your phone i said just patrick <laughs> oh blame me <laughs> so but um anyway uh, so yeah what's that other reddit story because you were telling me another one that you know, that was there which it, one? um you uh it was another one. You're like, are you an asshole if you do this or that? So we both agree that the girl, yeah. that, I think that all of them are kind of assholes in that one, you know, because she really so good at the bridesmaid dress. Yeah. So. Oh, am I the asshole for leaving my babies inside by themselves? Oh, I know. Children things that, that triggers me, yeah. you know, because I'm like, oh, my, I was a latchkey kid and I was scared. And we always I had the skeleton key because we had like some of the doors yeah. of our house had a skeleton key. So I would wear it on a string around my neck. I think I kind of did that before Janet Jackson did the the key on her um, on her earring, you know, for all the uh, giraffe cages and shit from at, at Michael's ranch. What is it? You know, with. No, that's a true story. Like, she would have to feed the animals really? at, at his zoo. So, she was, you know, living at the house with the parents and all that. And they had, like, a, some animals on the property. And so, Michael's like, here's the here's the key, Janet, to feed the, you know, giraffes and swans, you know. And then so, she would put the earring, I mean, the key on her earring on that big hoop. And it became famous, you know. So, I, I kind of started that with um, the... Uh, skeleton key around my neck. Yeah. Maybe I need to bring back that. You probably should. I know. I don't think any homes are even built with a skeleton key lock mm. now. It was kind of cool, though, if you think about it. You know, those kind of things. It's, um, I thought it was nice. Okay. So, we're talking about Am I the Asshole. Mm-hmm. And I just realized, so I'm still new to the Reddit thing. I just realized what, like, people are judging on here. So, this one, I'm going to let you decide. This is going to be the last one. We'll wrap this one up. We'll do some more yeah. segmentally, right? Am I the asshole for showing up to my husband's doctor's appointment? Mm-hmm. My husband has been dealing with some sore health. That is. Uh-huh. Okay. My husband has been dealing with some, some health issues lately. The past few weeks, he's been frequently visiting the doctor. I asked if I could go with him, but he refused, saying it wouldn't be necessary when I asked him. Uh, when I asked why he wouldn't want me there and he felt more comfortable having privacy with the doctor, I jokingly asked if the doctor was go- was a woman and he glared at me. Mm. I anticipated his next doctor's appointment. <laughs> what? Okay, we're not using this one. They don't know how to type. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there going, one. are you having a stroke yeah, or no, just, are they just not writing this they stuff? They don't have commas and periods. Ugh, you know, yeah. I mean, because right. basically you can read some of the, I mean, just by the title alone, you kind of know what is going on, you know. But then again, I know that sometimes you kind of have to dig deep into it yeah. and get to the story. But That um, one wasn't good. We'll, we'll, we'll stick away from that one. Okay. Am I the so, asshole for refusing to move out? We'll, we'll finish with this one. This one's easy. I, 24-year-old female, have lived in the same apartment for almost four years. In that time, I've had two roommates. One, the first two years ago, I lived with here. Maybe not. <laughs> I lived here in the second one the rest of the time. My current roommate, 32-year-old female, V, we'll call her, has been great until now. She's in a long-term relationship, and over Christmas, she got proposed to. Now they want to live together, but they both approached me and asked me to let her fiancé take over my lease and for me to find a new place as soon as possible. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, um, now they approached me and want me to leave as soon as possible. I have a few problems with, with this, and I feel like they should find a new place together. Because I've lived here longer. I also told V a few months ago that I spoke to her landlord. I spoke to our landlord about once our lease is up together, uh, is it possible for them to live alone since I can't afford it? At the time, she agreed and said that her and her boyfriend would look for a different place. Mm -hmm. I told her this, but she said... When they started looking for a new place that everything else was too expensive and made more sense for me to move out and not her. I refused to, I refused and told her that she can always go ask the landlord if there was other units available in the same building. Mm -hmm. She started cussing at me and has had her fiance and their friends harassing me about it. There's four months left on our lease so I'm just going to ignore them. But when I spoke to my mom about it, she thinks I should let them have the apartment since they have, uh, since they have been starting to save for their wedding. Right. Am I the asshole? Mm. So her mother agrees with the couple. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say no. I mean, you it's, think... your, it's your apartment. Okay. So you're saying you don't agree and I think I think she's not the asshole because I mean it's her apartment. She wants to stay there. They can't afford to go anywhere else. It's their fault, not hers. Okay, but they're trying to kick her out. They're trying to kick her. Uh, out. Who's the lease under? Sounds like her. Is it okay? So if it's technically her apartment and it's under her name, then she has all the power. Correct. You know what I mean? So that's what you know. That's what I'm going with. I kind of feel like no, she's not really being an asshole because them two. Their their money problems are not my problem. Exactly. You know what I mean? So in my opinion, I think that she's doing the right thing by yep. saying, sticking to her gun, saying, there's two of you. There's one of me. But then again, if my mother agreed with them, then I don't know. Maybe there's more to it than what we're reading. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I think maybe the mother's just thinking it's just let them have it because they're already there. Take your name off the stuff. You can come and move in with me, you know, because she's just one person. And then, and you know, and then, but if you think about it, it's a win-win. So I'm thinking like, hey, mom, can I move in with you until I find me another place or do what I want to do? And Free rent. And then, yeah, I'm thinking, hey, stay here, save up some coins, you know, that I might have, would have lost with, you know, with them and their crap and then let them have all that. But then I would be done, yeah. you know, I would not, I'm not going to be friends with somebody that's going to be that demanding and that shitty because yeah. it sounds like they kind of pulled the rug out from underneath her. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. I'm going to say no, but. Handle it your own way. Yeah. So. Well, okay. Well, they, uh, God, I'll kind of wonder now that I'm thinking, God, are you the asshole? Um, I don't know. Is there any stories about you? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> um, I remember there is one story that's absolutely delicious that I did. And, uh, but I don't think it was an, I, okay. So I'm at a restaurant and me and my, uh, ex back in the day, we uh, at a restaurant. We had a couple of friends with us, and for some reason, I'll make a long story short. We have a disagreement. We're eating, 
and you know we're, we're just about done with our meal and so by the time the check and stuff comes anyway you know it hasn't even come yet so but we had already finished eating and they were super busy at this restaurant so we just kind of had a like a little excuse me a little uh disagreement or whatever going on and which i think that if you had to be there and if you know you know uh the circumstances um, you know, we it just kind of put a strain on our on our friendship, and us us two couples were trying to get back, you know, to a right, good solid right. connection. So we met for dinner, but um, actually, I just kind of got up, threw down money like a hundred dollar bill, which would have covered pretty much all four of us, and left. We had a hundred dollar bill in the pocket. That sounds like the story we just told. Yep, but not that. You know, that, I mean, no, she didn't, she left and didn't pay. No, we paid, but it actually wasn't me. It was the ex. Yeah. You know, he was like, you know what? I'm done with this conversation. Apparently our friendship is going nowhere. I'm done. And I was like, <gasps> and I was thinking, I got one more little piece of sushi left. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so get the California rule. I was like, no, I got to eat this last drop. But we end up leaving in a dramatic form. And then, you know, we get into the car. I was like, oh, my God, you know. But, of course, we paid. They, Of course, they probably spent our money. And, you know, we paid for everything. But, and then after that, never again. And I often kind of wonder, too, like, where are these people, you know? And then I'm, I'm thinking like, you know, because that was, God, that was years ago. I would say this is probably like 2000, early 2000s. The question so, is, is, is it, it, was it worth it? What? Like, to I get mean, up and well, go? Like, no, well, not, not just that situation, but like, when you think back to people you haven't heard from in years because of certain situations, was it worth it? To make, to leave in dramatic form and throw down a hundred? Well, yeah, but. Yeah, it was. I'm standing. I'm still. I'm still standing by my guns on I'm this. Firm on this. I'm firm on this. I was right. They were wrong. That's and right. I'm still standing on it. Because when I think about it, and I know the story, and I can't name names, but when I think about it, I'm like, God. And you know, of course, now look, I have a conscience. You know, both of us did. We were driving home, and I was like, Oh my God, we just kind of left them there, and it was yeah. so dramatic. And and um and he was like. You know, hey, F them. I don't care. We're done. I'm not having nothing to do with all that again. It's poison. Yeah. It's just toxic. They don't that they don't want to rebuild. They don't want to do nothing. They basically came here just to, you know, see what's up. You know, yeah. there wasn't no connection. Our friend sometimes friendships grow apart. Oh yeah, hundred percent agree with that. So but um to this day we never, you know, spoke to them again. But we're not I'm not the type of person and he wasn't either to ever wish anybody harm. Yeah. I just feel like at that moment you're in your feelings, you're like, This is going nowhere. And I'm telling you right now, if it if if it wouldn't have got to that level, you know, like I'm, I'm well, excuse me, if it would have got to that level in the middle of the food, you know, we probably would have done the same thing again. Because there's sometimes when you hit a roadblock or a what is it called? A brick wall. Yeah. Some people have checked out. Mm-hmm. You ever noticed that? You ever oh, had yeah. people in your life that you try to communicate, you try to rebuild, you try to be a friend or whatever, even with family. It's yep. not just fair to nope. save friendships. I mean, even with family. I got family I don't even talk to. Right. My, I mean, I get it. Me too. So it's yeah. like you try to rebuild, you try to connect, and then some people are just so shut out. And it's not about the right and wrong of it necessarily because I think if you're, I think if you're mature – and you and you really want things to work out. I think that you try to um, really have a conversation yeah. and be mature. And but some people are just so you know uh, totally. What is it? Just have a brick wall up that they're not willing to oblivious. Well, they're not even saying let's let's just agree to disagree because sometimes you can do that and still have a relationship. May not be as close as it was, yeah. but you can still have that. But some people are just so hard-headed that you're like uh-uh and and he was the type was like i am not taking no crap i mean he was that kind of person like uh-uh nope can't do it no no rebuilding no doing nothing because Bye, felicia yep it was and it was it wasn't like anybody none of us were there for an apology yeah uh, we were just there to see if if we were gonna have a connection but everything that was talked about even in humor or whatever was just such a it was was a challenge mm -hmm. you know it was difficult you couldn't even it was like i can't even eat you know and oh, i yeah. love sushi you know what i mean 
But I ate that last bite, too. I mean, I think I was chewing on the way out. You know what I'm saying? But um, have you ever done anything that seemed to be like in, that you regret or dramatic fashion or something? Now, you know, look, first of all, you know, the gays can be dramatic. Yeah. You know kidding. what I mean? Yeah. So the gays can be very dramatic. And I'm sure I have a few more. Oh, there's a good one, too. Let me go. Let me count. You want me to tell you another one? Go ahead. I'm thinking. Go ahead. Uh, okay. So it's so crazy because um, uh, the ex, he was like, uh, he was, he had a temper sometimes. But I remember um, at the, you know, they used to have ashtrays. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like at the clubs. And and he would have like the, he would have a temper and stuff. So I remember somebody, and there was like a drag show going on. So we're all there, and um, and, uh, and some drag queen came up, was like, you know, blah blah blah, and he was like, look, I need you to get out of my face, you know, whatever, because it's all about like you know my numbers next, and you can't do the same song, you know, that kind of weird, stupid, childish <laughs> crap. And um, hey, don't don't mess with my <sighs> mascara. Or my clothes, my dresses, my wig. Don't look. You don't mess with the makeup, and the wigs, and the lineup. <laughs> don't mess with the lineup. If you're ever a drag queen, everybody knows how important a lineup is, especially if it's a big night and you're going to get a lot of tips. You yeah. always either want to be the first to open the show, or you want to be the last. It's yeah. just a guarantee. And sometimes you can be in the middle, depending on what's happening and if it's a holiday or whatever. But wait, you get tips at being a drag queen? Oh my god, that's how they, you know, pretty much make their salary. What? I mean, yeah. I mean, like, um, hold on. So you get paid? You can get paid to be a drag queen. What? What? What dimension are you living in? I mean, of course. I've never even been to a drag show. Didn't even. Uh, didn't even know that was a thing. Okay, no, they've got drag bingo now. You can actually watch drag queens call out numbers like B one, you know, and then they tell jokes and do a song, you know. Okay, that's different though. Uh, that's fun, but no, you still get paid for that too. Really? No, let me tell you something about drag. Um, a lot of people have a misconception about drag and everything. Like RuPaul has really brought it to the stratosphere, right? I mean, has really made a household name of, of it. You know. So I gotta tell you the so, straight version of how I found RuPaul. I'll tell you that in a second. Go okay. Ahead. Well, you know, RuPaul has done great for our community. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as art and drag and stuff. You know, okay. he brought it to the forefront. And um, more props to him. In fact, I think he's won the most Emmys. Or the most nominated Emmys ever in history for right. his show. Okay, I didn't know that. Something like that. Yeah, you can Google that shit. Not that I've Googled all this. I but, believe you. Know. you. So, Last time I Googled something with you. Well, it was James Brolin's underwear. Underwear. So, um, <laughs> so um, well, I think it's a nice shot, I just have to say. But you have to see the movie because you'll see it in action. But anyway, so drag, you do get paid. I mean, you can get a salary. You know, like if you're a, a, a you know a regular queen going there, or you know, and plus you make tips, or you can get paid, you know, from the door, whatever the bar owner and negotiates with you. Okay, so whenever I had done drag in the past, I kind of got thrown into it because I was supposed to be just like a special surprise guest. Is how my little career started. I only did it for like six years because um, it's a lot of work. Only. So, but I was Miss Beaumont. So the first time I ever entered a pageant on my second show, I actually won a city title, which is a big deal against it. Yeah, I know. It's pretty cool. Um, Not that I didn't do anything for it because, you know, of course, there was rumors back then because them gays, man, they can be some of them queens around, you know, well, I'm thinking everywhere. They were kind of cutthroat. They're like, I'm going to ask you you the straightest question ever. Okay. Is all people in drag gay? No, there's not. I mean, like, really? No, no, no. There's really an art form to it. So, um, and, you know, is not, that considered like cross dressing or what is that? Um, no, cross dressing is different. Cross dressing is like you know what? Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Caitlyn Jenner or whatever. Yes, Caitlyn Jenner. Remember, like he was cross dressing while Chris was asleep. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So he'll put on you know makeup, and I don't know how he could apply makeup that quick and look that good as a girl. If he did, you know, so I, I, from what I understand, don't quote me anybody, but I think that he was like cross dressing because he really wanted to be a female. I think that's what you call mm. it. So I okay. could be wrong. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm too old to even clue up on all the latest, you know, lingo. the lingo of what it could be. So, um, and I'm not educated on all, all that stuff, but I know what it all is. So, but I think he was like cross dressing while Chris was asleep. 
he probably banged her then wouldn't put on her mascara you know what i mean and so he kind of did all that because he wanted to be you know a female or whatever and that's how what he identified with and i'm telling you right now I, bruce jenner that's his name yeah so i felt when when all this came about and all this of course chris and the whole family's puzzled and stuff which everybody has the right to feel that way because he never told anyone until i think chloe saw him you know walking around in female clothes at 3 a.m and you know she woke up so my thing is um i feel bad for him because he couldn't be himself you know he was trapped in a with the marriage and he was doing all this and of course he didn't want to hurt chris i mean he really did love her yeah you know i think that when when people are going through like a, a um a sex identity thing you know i don't think that they're out to hurt anyone they really are not i think that they're they society traps you in certain roles um you know there's a lot of expectations especially if you're the man of the house and you're you know feeding everybody and you're a man and you marry this woman and you know, and your intentions are right, but then again, your true feelings eventually come out. So you're sort of trapped and it's the worst. I'm sure it's the worst feeling ever. So I can imagine what Caitlin went through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and uh, and then Bruce, you know, before he was Caitlin, was actually kind of hot. If you watched uh, the Village People mo movie, uh, it's called Can't Stop the Music. He is actually very, you know, good looking in that movie. He's in that he's in this gay movie about the village people but yet he was supposed to be straight back then so anyway um is he straight is he i i don't I, how do you even i I, never I, I don't know i mean i so um, confused well you know um it's just um how he identifies and he, yeah. he identifies as a woman and beautiful you know and everything but i just kind of feel like um drag is not just for gay people you know what i mean it's an art form and it, you know, and I think um, I think that there is a thing that drag really kind of started back in the Victorian days or something like that, where the men had to dress up as women because women couldn't do something or what. I don't know. So that's how it all kind of got started, I believe. I don't know. It's kind of like one of those one of those things how drag got started or what they say, you know, how it got started. But I did a um, misfit pageant when I was younger. The what? The, have you ever heard of that? A misfit pageant? Yes, I did that one time. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. So, did you was it were you totally in drag? I, I yeah. didn't call it drag. Did, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember if I won or not. You don't remember if you won? No, I well, don't. You would know because everybody no, be like you know no, and the no. winner is. It wasn't like an action. It was like more of a comedy type thing. Oh, okay. So. Well, you know they they kind of give everybody a gold star. Yeah. You know what I mean I for that kind of stuff. Because it was wasn't it for charity or something. Or something uh, to that effect. School. Yes. So it has to do with that kind of stuff. It has to do with like charity or for to, to raise money or yeah. to do something. I thought, but anyway, yeah. no, um, um, no. I learned really quick after I became Miss Beaumont. This was 1990, so I had moved here in May of 1990, and by November I had already done two shows. And on that second show was in that November was the Miss Beaumont pageant, and Ooh. the the friends and everybody's like you got to do it you got to do it. i was like i don't know what i'm doing i mean i just want to dance i wasn't even trying to be a woman you know and i i like my penis so i don't want to do anything i mean i'm gay and i like you know all that so i didn't care i wasn't trying to um go as far as the art of it right. and i didn't understand it so um, people would do my makeup and you know and had these costumes made and you know we did all this great stuff and which i was so happy about but when i won then all of a sudden everything changed it's like not all but a few of the drag queens were like who'd you sleep with to get that title i was like i don't even know anybody here i'm with my boyfriend who actually you know got me started in all this stuff because he thought i was a good dancer and then now all of a sudden i won and i don't even know what i'm doing you know so but i learned really quick uh, that it can, be, it can be cutthroat and it still is you know it's very competitive but um but then rightfully so, because it's an art form that these people spend thousands upon thousands of dollars yeah. or more a year, depending on what level of drag you are. Yeah. And um, But there's so many creative people here that I know locally that um, I've known since I've moved here, and they're so damn creative. They can turn uh, this bag into, you know, uh, a hat 
I mean, they can do anything. They're so creative. They know how to turn things around. They can paint things. They can sew stuff. And I think hmm. when you watch RuPaul Drag Race, yeah. they they give them the options like pool noodles and, you know, and Tupperware and whatever, and you make you a costume creative. out of it. And let me tell you what, it takes a real special uh, creative person to and have the to have the idea before they even make it, you know. Yeah. But that, this goes back to what we were talking on the last episode: is that the most creative people are the m- most broken, yeah. you know, the most, you know, whatever. So, um, uh, you know, hurt in yeah, some kind of I way. Agree. And then so a lot of those people are, you know, come from different, you know, levels of stuff. And so, but anyway, that was my drag thing. Then I became just basically choreographing for other other people uh, which i loved because then i can just be myself be a boy i ain't got to tuck my dick i ain't got to do none of that and i don't, and the worst thing was was the the eyeliner inside the eye you know to, to oh when that thing would hit my and i'm I have sensitive eyes yeah. so i'll be like oh my god but anyway we had i mean had the best time back then but no drag is an art form so i gotta tell you how i found rupaul drag race okay I was really big into drag racing, like cars and stuff. Mm-mm. And I'm just flipping through the channels like, oh, drag racing. And I clicked on it and uh, I walked out of the room and I came back and I'm like, uh. <laughs> my mom walks in. She's like, do you have something to tell me? I'm like, that's not drag racing. And she's like, what are you watching? I'm like, that's a good question. Oh, I am my not God. Sure. But you have. OK, but that's funny. But uh, but yeah. like on a but. Don't you find them attractive women that they get that those guys can turn into attractive ladies? I'm just going to be completely honest. Yeah. I don't know because I haven't paid that much attention to it. Okay. Well, you need so I, to I'll see. I'll look into it, but I, I can't okay. say yes or no because I honestly well, couldn't it, tell you. Our, our, until you have watched one complete episode of RuPaul, oh, no. our, um, that's your homework. I'm giving you homework, honey, because oh, I need, it comes on. Ooh, it's t- today's Friday. It's tonight. I don't there have you go. cable, so. Boo. It's on MTV. That's free everywhere. I don't have that. You've got MTV. MTV is. On the next episode. <laughs> on the next episode, we're going to get your take on RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. And, um, I'll, I'll YouTube it. I'm sure it's on YouTube. Oh, it's everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, just, YouTube. you know, and then you hear these stories. It's really, um, I don't know, it's inspiring. It really is. If you're into drag or not, it's really the person behind it that's creative to do it. You know, you I'm, got, op- I'm an open-minded person. Well, you know, you got to give people props. Yeah. You know, I mean, everybody serves a purpose here sometimes. You know, oh, you know what? I want to do a story. I mean, not a story. I want to do a podcast really on um, religion and Ooh. things like that. I think that. Um, and it doesn't have to be so deep and dark and, you know, whatever and blasphemous, but it does have to come from a place where, you know, there's an open mind and an open heart. You know what I mean? So, um, I have had requests on those and okay. I've never touched it. So my last year, I would, people are like, I want you to do a, a show on religion and, you know, not just particular one type of religion, but just every, Christianity you know, thing. And so I was always a little bit hesitant on doing that, but I think it takes, um, you know, some serious talk and an open mind and, and, um, you know, I know, I think it'd be interesting. So, but anyway, thank you for having me. Oh my God. You've been absolutely wonderful and amazing as usual, you know? So, um, yeah, we've had fun. Yeah. It's always, it's always a pleasure. Same time next week. Same time. What, what does it say on? Uh, remember the Batman cartoon back then? Same bat time, same bat channel. Yeah. Uh, well, you might be. You're, you're younger than me, so it's probably it's probably changed by then. I don't remember. So you did the Power Rangers. That was oh, probably your no. time. Oh yeah. You you told me a story about the Power Rangers. I'm kind of. Oh my god. We'll talk about that next one. Oh, that is so. You know what? I want to do some crime drama stuff. Oh, dun dun dun. Yes, and you know what? We'll start with that one. Sounds good. The uh, the uh, oh the Power Ranger murder. Oh. <gasps> uh, okay. So anyway, like true crime. Thing. True crime. Everybody likes true crime. It's kind of sad. You know, and My I'll wife get on. Really wants me to do ASMR, so I we'll do an ASMR episode too. ASMR, what's that? The this like the like that type of stuff. The rubbing of something. Yeah, no, like the scratching. Oh, like, like noise, satisfying noise things. You know, you've heard of it? No. Oh, it's huge on TikTok. Oh, you in this TikTok? That's where do you everything's need rehab at. for TikTok. No. 
TikTok I mean, make, pays you bank, homie. Okay, look, TikTok is going to be... Now, you know it's going to be a passing fad, right? Eventually, something else will come along. That's fine. Right? That's fine. Because at first, it was Twitter. But you got... Well, it's and still Twitter. But, well, but you still have to capitalize on things. Right now, it's TikTok. Okay, you're right. And you know, and, to, and in my damn defense, four years ago, uh, was it 19? I started doing those dance videos. Remember those? Oh, yeah. You'd be really big on TikTok if you did it now. No shit. Because yeah. back then, I did it before TikTok was even a thing. Yep. But you know all the hate I got? Oh, <gasps> God. Just, talking imagine about. Imagine if you turn that hate into money right now. Um. Okay. Oh, my God. Will you help me do a TikTok with dancing? Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm next, not going to dance, but yeah. Okay, next time you can come and film me I'll dance. I'll teach you how to do a TikTok. Okay, yeah, do me a TikTok, and then you can do it all. But my thing is, people were talking about my weight. People were talking about my age. You know, dancing, Screw and this was people. four years ago. Well, prove them wrong. Make money off of it now. I know, and then now if I do it, nobody's going to say shit because they'll no. be like, "Oh, now, oh it's, yeah, that's that dance." Everybody's doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, I, oh my god. Okay. So anyway, well, thank you for being here. It's been You're a welcome. pleasure. Um, thank you to the listeners. I hope y'all enjoyed the show. We have so much more in store. We're just getting started. So get ready for a video coming soon where you'll be able to see us interact live and talk all of our fun stuff and then see our expressions in person. Well, you won't be in person, but you'll see it on yeah, the video. Like it. It's kind of, well, yeah. So yeah. anyway, well, thank you all for listening. Adam, thank you for being here. You're welcome. And I will see you same bat time, same bat podcast. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Patrick Tremont Show. Thank you.